Does the NBA now go back to Milwaukee? Yes, but they're waiting what, another what? day to play Game Six. They've the last two games they've had three days. It's been on the this third day instead of the second. This is ridiculous. I tell you, it's been a hell of a series. It has been. I, I've watched a, a lot of it. Series. It's been a good and series. And Joe, yep. this league that has been so dominated by these All Star teams. You got a team that hasn't won it for 50 years right. against a team that's never won it. That's right. kind of fun. It is. And of course, two teams that came into the league simultaneously had a coin flip. Uh, Milwaukee wound up with uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, then Al- Lou Alcindor. And Phoenix wound up with Neil Walk. Yeah. They got uh, they got the short end of that stick, Ooh. but uh, it's been great. It's been good. I used to know the name of his high school, uh, Power Memorial. Uh, Kareem, yes, yes. Power, Power Memorial. Memorial, big uh, in big, California. Big, no, no, in New no, York, New York, Catholic New York, High School, New York City. Okay. He just dreamt of playing for UCLA. It had nothing to do with uh, <laughs> Sam Gilbert, the the uh, car dealer out there, or whoever Sam was. Uh, as Wicker always referred to it as the Wooden slash Gilbert Dynasty, yeah. <laughs> because he was the, he was the guy that lined them, you know, got all the guys right. and took care of them, and used to drive. Apparently, the UCLA basketball fans, the what now aging and you know very touchy, very touchy about uh, about anybody uh, besmirching and the, just the think, dynasty. If there hadn't been that snowstorm, we, we could have had, had that. We would have had we would have had ten titles in twelve years. Damn it! Although Sam would have had to move from L.A. to Minneapolis to Bloomington. Yeah, yeah I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if he would have done that. But uh, you like yeah. Colin Marikawa as your winner? Yeah, kid can play, man. man can he, he can play. play. Mm-hmm. He can play, and uh, it's it's astounding. First British Open wins, first PGA wins. He's what played in four majors and won two of them. Yep. Yeah. So the PGA he won was his first PGA. Yes. And this first, was his first was, Open. I, I believe it was his first major. Yeah. Uh, the Marikawa, the uh, at least as a pro. Louis had a disappointing run, hasn't he? Louis oh Tuzzi. man, he's uh, two, two, and three. Yep. Uh, this year. He was supposed to play here. I got a hunch. Uh, I'd be in- very interested to see who actually got on the plane and came to Minneapolis here mm-hmm. for the uh, tournament. Uh, we, we were announcing entries last last week, and then at the, the bottom line, oh, he said, players can withdraw at any time. So, uh, Rook, look up. Did Bubba Watson play in the British Open this year? I don't. I don't think he did. Yeah, he's going to be here. He's playing. He's playing pretty. He good would have lately. qualified, wouldn't he? Fowler wasn't. Didn't make it. Fowler was at the British Open. Was he? Yeah, played. Shot. Didn't make the cut. He made the cut. He but did. He, but he was a bad. I mean, he was not a Barely. contender. I saw his name today, so that must have been the guys that made the cut. Huh. I, I thought, but he didn't play good. He was not a contender. I don't know when's the last time he's in contender well, or anything. I'm beginning to think I think that pole not vaulter, going to be. I think that pole vaulter ruined him. Yeah. <laughs> Allison. Isn't they married to Allison Stocky? You I know what, though? Is. Probably was worth oh, it. Oh, yeah, worse. worth <laughs> it. Yeah. You know what? I think he had options also. You think so? Ricky, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, but uh, he was, he's, but, because he was colorful and the kids loved him, he was way overrated for his entire career as a player. According to Golf Week and USA Today, Bubba Watson withdraws from the 2021 oh. British Open. Oh, um, beforehand. Uh, after the okay, announced, 
after the RNA announced that 2021 Masters champion uh, Matsuyama would not be playing either. According to Watson, he withdrew after being identified as a close contact of an individual testing positive for COVID-19. But he's supposed to be here this week. Hopefully he's uh, going to show up. He, they need a few uh, names. for Dustin uh, Johnson's going to sign up. She's going to be a little steamy out there with the, uh, you know, there's a lot of areas there that don't have trees and, uh, what, 90s every day, right? That's tree inequity. Yeah, tree inequity. <laughs> it is kind of like Hazeltine was when yeah. they first uh, started playing there. So uh, it, uh, it uh, yeah, I wonder if uh, 90s every day is going to hurt some of the old timers showing up to watch the uh, the. The gallery for golf has a tendency to run a little uh, older, uh, so it'll be interesting to see if uh, this if, is this is your weather, are. isn't it? You love drought. You're pro. You're you know pro what? Drought. I'm not as pro drought as I was when I got my water bill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I got my water bill the other day, I'm not because uh, I had one problem. I was water in the back uh, oh, about three weeks ago. You sit in a lawn chair with the hose? No, no, I just had the sprinkler going. <laughs> yeah. But uh, five hours later, when I remembered oh, that the no. sprinkler oh. was going. That's a soaking. That's, that's, a, soaking. Right. that's, uh, that's a good soaking and a good soaking. And the Golden Valley likes to charge you a lot for your water, yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, that's. Uh, that, I got to think we'll be facing. That was a very expensive three blades of grass that turned green for a week. <laughs> we got to be facing some water restrictions. Yes. We, uh, we have them. I think we need them. You Blaine better. Blaine had them a long ago, but I don't think they applied to the golf course. So South St. Paul, Jimmy Fr- Mayor Jimmy Francis canceled all sprinklers for about a week, huh. but you cannot uh, water after 10 a.m. and before 5 p.m. But that's just normally, unless you're running through the sprinkler. But now he, he can't. He said uh, not, none for a week? Uh, now that sprinkling ban is gone, so mm. we're back on sprinkling. Okay. Well... I mean, who cares? Your grass comes back. I'm kind of, that's that's kind of where I'm getting to. It comes back. Freddie the gardener said glass is... Grass. Grass. What did I say, glass? Glass is... Glasso. That was his <laughs> name. Yeah, Glasso. Freddie Glasso. Uh, grass is, uh, it will endure anything. It mm-hmm. will come back. Even it if will. it's brown, it will still come right. back. It does right. every spring. It goes I, dormant. I remember we had a very terrible looking lawn about uh, five, six years ago, and then the spring was great. Do you fertilize? I don't know. <laughs> ask, call up Guaranteed Turf Care and ask him. I don't know. Whatever. I just paid a bill. I don't do it. You mean professionalturf.com. Oh, yeah. That's where I should. Pro that's where I do, Matt. That's right. I, I didn't that's know you had that advertiser. So okay. They've had, uh, they've had uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I might have to switch. I, I hear, I've been hearing such good things. Just out Kenny on the, raves about them. I'm just out on the street I've been hearing about it. Hey, some, have you tried professional turf care? There's some speculation about you that's. Somewhat unkind. Uh, can you put on a front license plate? Have you ever done that? Yes, yes. Okay. I have, right. uh, yes, I have. Because right. you got that screw deal. Yep. And that's if you it. get a screwdriver that fits it, that's screw it. Deal. That's screw deal. deal. You can fit it right in. <laughs> that's it. I did that in the fort last, uh, like, March. Because, oh, in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, because I, I had to take a, lic- a new license plate for the... Uh, Toyota and yeah. put that on there and then uh, sold the damn thing. If I would have known I was going to sell a condo and, at the time and sell a, you know, sell a, the automobile too, I would have never used the effort to right. put this. Put Did the you license. sell the car down there? Yes. 
what forever what I, for whatever I could get because I didn't want to drive 1770 miles and back home. we added uh, another thing to the list of things Royce doesn't like because of that paperwork paperwork yep. paperwork yes I did that I they I sold it to the dealer I probably could have got an extra 500 bucks but then I would have had to send yep. stuff to the state right. you don't want to do that all that stuff. not worth 500 dollars no no, no. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, take no. It. I don't because like paperwork it's paid for <laughs> So they're already giving you money. So right. let them. Right. So what if what if what if when they give you the money, there's five hundred less than you didn't expect to get right. in the first care? place? Right. So what do I care? Right. Yeah, care. I'm still making the money. You right. know. So what the hell? The Wild are going to let uh, Kakonen go, huh? Kakonen. No, they're not going to lose him. They're no, because lose, Carey Price is on the market. They're going to lose Susie. Yeah. They'll, they'll take yep. the defenseman. Will they uh, lose uh, Bugstad? No, no, God, no. Bonino. No, they're only you can only lose one. Yeah, right? they only get you to only take one, one guy, and they'll take. Yeah, they'll take. They'll yeah, take but doesn't Susie. Seattle get to select from a list that you've left unprotected? Yes, yeah. and, and the big names on it are the goalie. Uh, you, you, I added. I knew how to pronounce it until you pronounced it. Now I got no chance. The goalie Kakinen, Kakinen, Kapo, Kapo, Kakinen, and but they aren't gonna. They're they're uh, they'll take the defenseman, especially here. They, you know, because our boys might make a trade with them to keep Susie because yeah. they they're a little short of defensemen after letting uh, Suter go. So, but uh, that was uh, quite the shocker, wasn't it? Woof. Mm-hmm. Well, Parisi was expected. Oh yeah, Parisi but Suter, was. I I was quite shocked when I saw that. I guess he's uh he's kind of a grumpy guy, and he doesn't he isn't the kumbaya in the room guy. But hey, he played. You know, he played 22 minutes a game when you were trying to win, right? And mm-hmm. way and five years ago when you were in the playoffs, he played 30 minutes. Well, he a game. was on the ice when it mattered. Yes, he was so, always on the ice when it mattered. He'll uh, he'll be missed, and he'll he'll have some options too. There'll be a bunch of I teams think trying to get him. What they might end up doing is both of them, because they seem to be a package deal. Will go play for Colorado, you know, mm-hmm. just to stick it to him. I well, think. do you think Parisi will get a job? Oh yeah, somebody will give him a job yeah. for a mill because I think you get your money right, and then whatever you make on top of right. that, yep. you, right. I don't think it's deducted from no. what the wild have to pay mm-hmm. you. So. so was that was that contract guaranteed? Yeah, so they had to their pay ninety eight was yes. guaranteed. Yeah, and what was their? Th- uh, they had what? ten left, I believe, a piece. No, 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 no. Yeah, they, they were paid eighty eight million for the nine years they were because their their contract oh. figure went down as the years went but on. But the salary cap. Was balanced Correct. out each year. Correct. Yes. So for the next two years, they get away with salary cap murder. But then in years three and four, isn't doesn't it hit them like six or seven million yes. a year? Yes. For each of them, so wow. they're gonna. I don't know. I've uh, if I'm the Russian, I just kind of sit there and I, you know, the, the idea that Garen thinks he's going to get him for what eight years, seventy million or something that ain't happening. Nope. That's not happening. Nope. So he says, well, I'm not going to up my offer. So. The thing is, too, they they got to sign Fiala, too. And he's got, yeah. he's not going to come cheap. Judd's wondering if they're going to take uh, sign him. You know. Oh, and maybe trade him? But the, uh, Judd wants to trade everybody. Oh, you know. Are we going to have the regular start of the season this year? Yeah. Like when it's supposed to start? They're not. They have no negotiation problems. They they, they have a long-term. They they basically muscled the union into a long-term deal during the pandemic to get them. I think they got like a 10-year deal. And the NFL's got a 10-year deal and baseball's got a 10-minute deal. So baseball's going to baseball's going to have one of their bloodbaths at the end of this. Are season. they going to have good crowds for Otani? 
this weekend, do you think? It's uh, quite a battle, isn't it? The most fascinating baseball player we've seen in a long time against the Twins. (laughs) Which, against the depression, anger, angst of the Twins being this complete joke, uh, it's it's quite a battle. Yeah. Did you see, by the way, I know you, you never really like to take shots at Bally Sports North at all. Did you see the graphic that they tweeted out yesterday? Somebody, Judd was telling me about a graphic about how we going to make the... How if, the Twins can make the postseason. they go 53 and 20 or something. <laughs> oh my Who God. did that? Bally Sports, Sports North. North. Oh, that's Formerly gonna, Fox Sports That's North. not going to happen. Listen, no. I'm the biggest optimist out there, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't even run those numbers. Why are they starting at 4 o'clock today in Chicago? Doubleheader. Oh, it is a doubleheader? Yeah. It's a double real, murder. It's a uh, double header. It's yeah, the right. old Twinite doubleheader. Don't seven you remember innings, those? Yeah, seven but innings. But these are seven. But you and I covered those Twinighters oh, yeah. that started at 5. Yep. You'd be out of there about 2 in the morning. Well, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. But uh, the, the, the Twinighter was, uh, was uh, something... You know, when I was traveling around and liked to have a few cocktails after a game, mm-hmm. I did not like the Twinighters. No, man. that cut <laughs> into it, didn't it? <laughs> the Twinighters, you couldn't even get a drink in New York when one of those was over. The right. city that never sleeps. I found it. Joe, July 17th. What was that? That was Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. July 17th, uh, Bally Sports North tweeted the following. Difficult, question mark, yes. <laughs> Impossible, question mark, no. no. And the graphic reads, second half surge, question mark. Wild card era began in 1994. The Twins are 12 games back. A 53-20 and 20 record in the second half would be a 726 winning percentage, which would come to 92 wins. Wow, that a maker. And they started it off well in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Looked good for three days. Huh? <laughs> the games were fairly fast. Yeah. Yeah, when you don't score any runs, it's fairly fast. How about you know, the violence in Washington? Fans ducking for cover because they hear gunshots. Have we found out who was shooting at who? No. It was a drive-by. Was it was? Yeah. But two guys, two cars, right? I think so. I think so. I think so. there's two. It was a drive-by, and they were one of the people shot supposedly. Nobody did. I don't. Nobody I, did. No. I don't think just, so. Just a, a wounded. Just you know, yeah. your random downtown. I've been at uh, three games at Nationals Park. It's it's a, right. it's a. It's the old Navy yards that they've, they're redoing, but there's a lot of open space around there. Mm. So and Then you got a guy in New York throwing stuff at the Red Sox? Yep. Threw a ball at him? Oof. Okay, but here's the one that uh, concerns me. The guys that were arrested in Denver that wanted the... Uh, oh, yeah. The uh, old floor overlooking... The plaza. The... Ballpark basically, mm-hmm. and having what fifteen weapons in there within mm-hmm. thousands of rounds of munitions, but saying no, there was it's just a coincidence. The police saying no, there's no uh, evidence that they, uh, even though when they came in, they asked for a room that. Uh, and two faced. of them had Facebook posts talking about how things are going to get wild or something yeah, to that degree. Yeah. Who is the hero here? A hotel clerk who. It was I a maid. Know. It was a maid that went to clean the room. And oh. saw all the guns. And then called the police. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think I read she called the police from their hotel room. Which, really? That's ballsy. Yeah, that's pretty ballsy. <laughs> that's ballsy! Yes, it is. Let's, let's make her a heroine, man. Because mm-hmm. uh, that would have been... Uh, that, uh, that, that sounds like the guy was trying to go all Las Vegas on us. Yeah, it does. Right. 
Still the greatest mystery of our lifetime. What uh, We never found out what that guy's motive was. And wasn't his whole deal not to let anybody ever know what the motive was? I, think. I have no and, idea. It's dreadful. Mandalay, uh, the Mandalay Bay deal. So Billy Gardner, yep. 94 years old today, oldest living twin, uh, beats out my uh, cousin's husband, Al Worthington, mm-hmm. by a couple of years. And uh, was an original twin uh, in 91, I don't know, 61, and I might have still been around in 62. I'd have to look. Uh, I, I think they started playing him at second when they got rid of Billy Martin uh, that first year. and uh, But, of course, came back. And my three all-time favorite managers are Kelly, because he would not brook fools right yep. he would yep. i mean he, he didn't would, suffer yep. them gladly no he did not <laughs> mock because yep. greatest quotes yeah you could drink with him yep. you could hear his insults of his team he'd uh, make joe interview him through a screen yeah, door joe yep. interview him. and the fact <laughs> that he thought ambiance is something you took yeah, to the hospital yeah, he was a uh, he was a, a very unique character just a wonderful character and and gardner who was i mean quillis he's a great guy too but gardner was wackle. He was. I never once interviewed him after a game when he didn't have a fresh cold beer in his oh, hand. Oh my god! By, by the time you got to the clubhouse, yep. he would have a fresh. Maybe what did he, he had, drink? What what kind of beer did he drink? Whatever they didn't had. matter. This is pre-craft. Not craft. Sure, sure. He wasn't worried about Butter having. Miller. He wasn't worried about having some animal drawn on the cover of the damn <laughs> thing. Right. So he didn't want to. He didn't want artistry he wanted beer that's right and he was a he was a great beer drinker and i think then he might have some toddies later in the evening but uh so of course was arrested uh for drunken driving as he's driving home from a road trip in kansas city headed for the super eight he gets stopped and they said why are you drinking, Mr. Gardner? And he said, I manage the twins. <laughs> well, why was he in a car? Why was he in a car in Kansas City? No, coming back from Kansas City, ah. flying back with the twins, yeah. he had his car at the airport. Oh, and then he or, was... or he might have just gone to the ballpark, yeah. picked up his car and was making that short drive, but had had the had had his fill of alcohol on the plane on the on the way back. Remember what he did in the winter? Yeah, sold the. He was a tube steak he salesman. He was a hot dog salesman. Yeah, he says he was tube steak salesman. Yeah, the, uh, yeah he did that. And, uh, <laughs> and he did that. He, he continued to do that. In Baltimore? Man, That's bizarre. When he, no, in, in uh, he's a Connecticut, uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts? Uh, or Connecticut, Connecticut. Connecticut. But some little redneck town. And, you know, he was married to Miss Connecticut. Really? really? Yeah. His nickname, Slick, comes from being like a 14-year-old pool hustler. Oh. He was supposed to be a great pool player. Really? Never got to see him. And he had the, you know, the, he had the old, what we used to call the, the hood, the bicycle, the motorcyclist. You know, he had that, still had that hair. Yeah. The long, you know, the long kind of, you know, slick guy from the 50s hair. New London, but, Connecticut. New London, yes. Yeah, which is Home of the submarine base. That's a right? submarine place. Yeah, Chapman he, Technical High School. Mm-hmm. But he married Miss Connecticut. He gave Charlie Waters the, Walters the greatest quote ever. He was rooming with. This is how these guys were a major league manager and a major league pitching coach, making so much money for Calvin and the Cal, with 
Calvin and the twins that they roomed together at the Super 8 oh. out here. They shared a room at the Super 8. Oh. Such was out there. Stel Mazik, they all lived out there. All the coaches lived at the Super 8. And, and his quote was, Pod was like, would stay up all night, drink a beer, and sit on the, like the air conditioning register over by the window yeah. and smoke cigarettes constantly. <laughs> he was a, like the, the all-time uh, chain smoker. And, and, uh, and his, his quote was, Charlie, how would you like to be married, married to Miss Connecticut and wake up in the morning and look over there and see Pod's blue head. <laughs> what a what a coaching staff, though. Oh my God, they were the greatest. They were the greatest. So he played for the Twins only in '61. Only in '61. And then what were went, his managerial years here? '81 uh, to '85. Well, he succeeded Johnny Gorrell real early in. Uh, in eighty, uh, uh, in eighty one, after Mock, you know Johnny replaced Mock. They had a twelve game winning streak in September, so they gave Johnny the job in eighty one. And Johnny was like terrified of the job. He was a great guy, but he was like, we, we'd go in and try to interview him, and he mm. we couldn't say anything, and he basically quit. They got rid of him and and named Billy the manager in eighty one, and. Shortly thereafter, the strike occurred, you oh, know, yeah, and they sure. missed two months. <laughs> that was my favorite. That was the split season, right? 81? Yeah, the split yeah. season. We're in his office, at, still at Met Stadium, and he's in there, and the doors open, and this is the night they're leaving. They're going on strike, right? Mm -hmm. And he's laughing at them because they stink, you know, they stink. <laughs> 81. And Chuck Baker, who was a plucky little infielder who was – completely inadequate for the big leagues and he walks by the window and he says yeah yeah there goes chuck baker he's going on strike for his free agent rights three outfits want him the army the navy and the marines <laughs> <laughs> so gardner only had the job in the metrodome yeah well no, eighty one. He was at the played out the rest of the season at Met Stadium, okay. and then eighty two was the first season indoors. And it, yeah, eighty two was the first yeah. season indoors, and yeah. he coached until Ray Miller <laughs> took over. He was in, a beauty. Like August of eighty five, they fired him. Don't start that again. No, Charlie. Well, uh, I th myself and who else? We went out to see him at the Super Eight, mm -hmm. and when he got fired because they didn't have a press, they had the Ray Miller announcement, but they. Billy was still packing up at the Super 8 to fly home, and the phone rang, and he said, must be the president. <laughs> God, he, was, he was unbelievable. Did he have kids? Did he and Miss Connecticut you know, have Billy kids? Billy Jr., yeah. he, I'm sure he had a daughter, too, but Billy Jr., you would call his house, and Billy Jr. was 30 years younger and sounded exactly like him. Mm. You always thought. And Billy Jr. ended up being a manager in the minor leagues. Oh, really? Like Toby Gardner did, too. So he only played half a season here, it looks like. He was traded yeah. to the Yankees Yeah, they uh, they went through Martin and him, and then I can't remember who became their second base. Bernie somebody. Bernie Allen. Did you yeah. know this, Pat? In 57, I find this astounding, he finished 12th in the MVP with Baltimore. You're kidding no, me. No, I, what I was found this. What kind of year do you have? He had uh, 36 doubles. Wow. Six homers. He hit 262. Wow. 
So Baltimore was he a must, great fielder? Is that why he probably he was okay? But Baltimore okay. must have had a uh, unsurprisingly good year or something, sure. and they were looking for some guy on some that team. Guy when did he play baseball? If he was a pool shark? No, as a kid, he was. I mean, he was a. He wasn't like going on the circuit. He was playing baseball, but in his free time, he'd oh. go hustle up pool games at night. You know, he was a. He was something. Uh, his quotes about Ron Davis were always beautiful. <laughs> '84, when they're were you? In, no, you were. Your sports writing was done by September of '84, right? Yep. The, we're in Cleveland, and he goes out to visit. You know, the twins are still alive, and on Thursday night, he's got Jamie Quirks coming up to the plate. He's the only at bat ever for the Cleveland Indians, and. <laughs> And Gardner goes out and talks to Ron Davis and says, don't throw him a fastball. Don't, he can only hit a fastball. Don't, pretty don't throw him a fastball. Turns around. He's out there talking to him for like four, four seconds. Don't throw him a fastball. Walk back. He's not in the dugout yet. <laughs> Davis throws him a fastball. Quirk hits a home run. <laughs> Cleveland wins the game. Walk off game. He just ripped the hell out of him downstairs in an open locker room at Municipal <laughs> at, at Municipal Stadium where everybody could get. And then the next night, they blow the 10-0 lead, and that eliminates him. You know, the Frankie, mm. you know, and that's where Gaetti says it's hard to throw the ball to first base when you got your hands around your throat <laughs> or neck or whatever it was. Wow. But, uh, but so then he gets fired here in 85, and he ends up. Dick Hauser dies from Kansas, at Kansas City. City from yeah. brain cancer, and they hire Slick as his replacement. And I think it's 86, but I don't know. But Bob Nightingale's covering the Royals, and I go up to uh, see him play an exhibition game in Clearwater against the Phillies. The Royals are playing. And, uh, and Nightingale and I are sitting down by the dugout, and I, and I said, how much are they paying him? What are they paying him? And uh, he says, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't gotten him the ad out of him yet. And he's sitting there like on the top step right on the corner of the dugout. And I said, Slick, how much are they paying you? He says, 200 grand, sport. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Kansas City, um, the wife and I took the boys down to the yes. Twins game for the 4th of July. And it had, been, it had been a few years since I've been down there since they renovated it. So we were walking around because it was hot. It was ninety six yeah. or something. It was it was pretty steamy. And it ain't a dry heat in Kansas. No, it is not. Uh, but we were walking around the the ballpark, and they have the 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 Royals Hall of Fame in the left field corner. Really neat. Yes. And they have a corner, Joe, that is dedicated to George Brett. Yep. Yeah. They got the the number big number five made yeah. out of baseballs and everything. And uh-huh. I walked up to the security guy because they have all of his gold gloves and everything sitting yeah. there. And I said, hey. Uh, and I'd had a f- couple of pops, of course. Mm, it's Fourth of July, and I'd said, "Hey, any chance that you guys just want to put the George Brett YouTube clip on repeat in here?" And he started laughing. He's like, "No one ever asks about that." <laughs> That's all I could think of. And she said, "What the hell are you talking about?" So then I had to play it for the bride because she had never seen it before. Oh, God. oh yeah. Now, was she boy, impressed? Oh yeah. You didn't allow the boys to listen in. No, no, no. They no. were asleep. This yeah, was okay. just for mom and dad at night. You know, when, when they hear this, went out and had a great meal. Just a great. Hall of Famer, uh, oh. I- idol of millions. I think his kid came up here to go to St. Thomas. 
Yeah, he did. He yeah. did. That's right. To play ball? Uh, I don't know if well, he played ball. You know, his uh, his brother was died young, right? Didn't Kenny die? Oh, did he really? I think Kenny. Because he played Kenny too. Pitched didn't he? for the twins. He pitched yeah. for the twins for a while. Great guy, but. And then the the other brother was an agent. What was his name? Bruce or Brian or some damn thing. They said when the Brett boys got together, <laughs> the three greatest lady killers in the history <laughs> well, <yeah>. of sports, <laughs> they would go into a casino or someplace, and it was unbelievable, they said. Those guys were... Uh, and they ate a lot of crab legs. Yeah, yes, right. they did. <laughs> <laughs> Man, could he hit though? Wow. I they had his uh, his chart. I mean, I everybody knows the numbers, but you just look at the consistency that he had. My mm-hmm. God, could he hit? So, Joe, when you're watching Otani this weekend, yeah, you'll he's probably going to pitch Sunday, so you'll see him throw maybe a hundred, the high nineties, and you'll probably see him hit a long home run or two. Yeah. But watch him run. He oh, runs. It's oh, yeah. unbelievable how fast this guy is. Yesterday, I I was watching a little bit of their game, and he, about the eighth inning, he hits a kind of a hard three hopper, and the first baseman is near the line, maybe 10 feet behind the base. Mm-hmm. And the pitcher is not going to get over there. He beats it out. Wow. He beats it out. Is he faster than uh, the guy we have that doesn't play? I don't think he's faster than Buxton. He's not as well-rested, that's for sure. Is he as tight? (laughs) I don't think he's tight. That's the difference. He must not be. It's astounding how fast he is. I'd seen it about six weeks ago on a balding shortstop, and I'm saying, what the hell? Because I'd heard he was fast, but I thought he was like, you know, Brian Dozier fast or something. I didn't know he was like, he was like top five in baseball fast. Wow. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, no one has did. done what he's doing. No, no, no. Well, well, there's talk of while Ruth was a pitcher. No, not really. He was, but he wasn't this good as a pitcher, was he? He, he was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the uh, somebody Johnny Lowe, my friend Johnny Lowe, sent me some stuff that reminded me of. Uh, he, the first hitter he faced in the All-Star game as the starting pitcher, Fernando Tatis Jr., is uh, the only guy with more home runs in the major leagues at that point than Fernando Tatis Jr. was the starting pitcher, Otano. Isn't that Otani, the guy pitching to him. But to be that good in this day and age... It's astounding. It is yeah. astounding. I mean, yeah, Ruth, he okay, he got it. He yeah. it was fine. But now with all this money ball and charts and things, it'd be that good as nineteen sixteen, Joe. George Herman Ruth was twenty three and twelve with a one point seven five ERA wow. and nine shutouts. Yeah. Wow. Well, he was a great pitcher. He would have wow. been a, a what but, about his whip? But I read something about how once he started playing every day, he said, ah, forget that pitching stuff. Yeah, and you then know, the following was, year with the Red Sox in 1917, he was 24 and 13 with 35 complete games. So when he pitches, I, is he the DH? Uh, mo- yes, pretty much, yes. He's the DH. And then they just shuffle it at the end if he leaves the I game. I thought when he was in the game, they didn't have a DH. 
In other words, it's just the standard. It would be a National League lineup. Okay, yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Because yeah, because yeah, he you he's, wouldn't even call yeah, him he's the, not DH. the DH. Right. He's, a he's, he's a pitcher. Then, so that's why they hit him. When they, t- when they take him no. out of the game, they couldn't. I think they can move him to a position. He'd have to go play right field or stuff, and then that position would become the pitcher has to hit there. Right. Once the DH, you know, once the pitcher Correct. would have to hit there. And, what a uh, great problem for the Angels to have. <laughs> yeah. And Joe Madden basically, now he pitched a game in Yankee Stadium and was wilder than hell and didn't make it through the first, and he was leadoff hitter. And so he let off, so they pretty much were out of... It was a bullpen they game. Have, they had to have the pitcher hit the rest of the game at, in the leadoff spot because mm-hmm. they didn't have a way to keep Otani in the game. So. Because they didn't have the guts to send him out to right field in Yankee Stadium and take the abuse. Oh, my God. That would have been horrible. Yeah, one yeah, yeah. I mean, they would have uh, driven him crazy. But uh, I'm excited to see him. What night? Do we know what day he's going to pitch, you said? Well, he's pitching tonight, so probably Sunday because they've been pitching him on the sixth day. Okay. But they're doing uh, everything they can to, uh, you know, make this possible. He's, he's got a good man, man. Madden's a good manager with it. He's just not overthinking it because he's saying – Whatever he wants to do, he can do, and we'll Madden, figure it out. Madden's the guy that looks like the warden from Shawshank Redemption, right? With those <laughs> yeah, glasses? Yes, he yeah, does. Okay. Yes, he does. Okay. Uh, slightly more ethical, I yes, think. Yes, I but, think so. Uh, he's very <laughs> cerebral. Another one of those movies, there's only a few of them. Most of them are comedies. Caddyshack, The Big Lebowski, uh, Dr. Strangelove, which is a satire. When you run across him, you got to watch 20 minutes. Yep. yep, you just stop. Shawshank's another one. you got to yep. watch for yep. 20 minutes. When you run across it, clicking channels, yes. Red knows how to get things. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the final episode of the year of Mr. In-Between, my favorite show. Uh, but I'm hearing bad reports that there may not be a secret. There may not be another year. Mr. In-Between? Mr. In-Between. He's an Australian hitman with personal problems. Got it. And, Got uh, it. <laughs> I think if you're a hitman, you might have some personal yes. problems. It's like when I thought Tony Soprano, when the series first started, I thought he was going to the shrink to because he felt guilt-ridden about being mm-hmm. a mobster. He was going to the shrink to be a better mobster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. right. Well, this, this guy, after episode nine of this fourth year, or third year, fourth, I think maybe only third year, is is in a bad predicament and uh, in a shootout-type thing. And, and uh, I got a text saying... Uh, are you sad about the ending of uh, Mr. In-Between? So this evening I'm going to have to watch it. And mm. If he doesn't make it, I'm going to be very upset. Because it doesn't seem like the series that they'll bring somebody back from the two. Who's going to the bank? Uh, Are you? Oh, yeah. I'm going to the crib. I anymore. went to the bank Friday. I got to go today. Ah, well, just as long as they keep allowing us to go to the bank. Yep. I'm very worried that about we're about three years from, no, you can't write out checks anymore. We'll be done by then. <laughs> yeah. uh, before you go to the bank, we have to give a shout-out to William Francis Reavers and the Carver Bulldogs, who won the 10-under championship list, uh, yesterday yeah, afternoon. Right. Uh, the Bulldogs. Uh, what, yep. what, what area? Chaska Carver, the, the 10U program. There's 30 teams? I can't remember how oh, many. Oh, really? Double oh. limit, Pat. And I told I told my wife this. I didn't even think they were going to make it to Sunday because it was double limb. But they, and I'm telling you what, 
playing four games, four straight games in that heat yesterday. That was, Ooh, that was pretty impressive. They played four games yesterday? yesterday. It was did. a courageous performance. Yep. Were you hydrating the child? Uh, I was. Yeah. I brought an entire cooler of water for so, all the kids. Yeah. And the Bulldogs, if you hit a ball to third, mm-hmm. can the third baseman pick it up and throw it successfully to first? Your rate of play on that is about 70%. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. It's, because but, one year earlier was probably about oh, 30%. It was Thank yeah. God COVID wiped out that year. That's <laughs> yes. all I got the to league say. I saw all summer was 0%. <laughs> was that still tackle T-ball? It was uh, softball for beginners. Well, it's fun uh, to watch these kids because there's some that obviously stand out more than others. And Pat, you'll love this yeah. because I know you know this family well. Uh, I saw this kid that Williams' team was playing against, and he was throwing gas. Uh-oh. And I went, "Oh boy!" So I all of a sudden I looked at the back of the jersey, Ch- Chaska team, last name Seifert. I went, "Oh, oh yeah, okay. okay." His grandpa is the one that runs well, the Chaska we Cubs. Got a, oh, I yeah. was in a game not this past weekend, the weekend before, <laughs> up at uh, Brooklyn Park, and uh, they got a nice park up there. And we were facing mighty Monomedi. Oh, boy. Oh, the Zephyrs. We've lost to them. The Woodbury boys have lost to them like two, three times. Unfortunately, the Raptors' best player hit a screaming liner back right and hit the kid in the cheek. The the star pitcher for Monomedi. Uh And as my grandson said... It was uh, it was really too bad. We were scared when he got hit, but I don't think we would have won if he hadn't. So, yeah. And the kid's okay. Nothing, sure. nothing Good. broken. Although I went over to check on him, and he could see the stitches. So. Oh, yeah? Uh, the baseball. It left uh, a mark. Yes, well, it did. It's like what I always told my kids when my coaching career, which was uh, not the greatest. I was always the took the ADD kids mm-hmm. and go pick the Andy lines. It only hurts when you miss. Mm-hmm. You catch the ball, it's fine. Yeah, right. It only hurts if you yeah. don't catch that ball. That's right. So just catch it, and it'll never get hurt. Yeah. It is. You know what? The, you know why we lose millions of kids to soccer, though? It's too hard. Yep. Baseball, when you're eight, is hard. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's it's hard to catch it. I love though it's when hard they get to, to throw it. It's hard to have the other guy catch yep. it. Why it's fun to watch them get weeded out though. So oh, by the yes, time they're right. in eighth or ninth grade, they they can play. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, the the, the improvement from nine to ten is yeah, visible. Yeah, like yeah. last year, I told my grandson when he wanted to be a pitcher that I that I watched him pitch one day, and somebody asked me if that was my grandkid, and I said, "No, I have never seen him before." In my life. <laughs> it's uh, it's an embarrassment. To, you know, I I love you, but but don't pitch anymore, right. okay? And then this spring, I said, he said, I said, what are your positions? He said, third base, left field, and pitching. I said, can I get you to forget that pitching part? Right, but right. then I saw him a couple weeks ago. He faced See? 10 guys and got eight of them He's got to so. get, that's the only and way to get better. The resolve, I think he felt challenged by Grandpa's embarrassment to watch him pitch. So that was <laughs> Twice great. this year, I got a call. They say, yeah. Willie's playing. My guy, Willie, my yeah. kid. Yeah. And uh, so twice this year, I watched two innings of Willie. And both times I was watching the wrong kid. <laughs> Wasn't Willie. Yeah. Well, that'll happen too. They That's with age. Same size. Same size. Same I thought, you know, and I got. I don't have the great eyes, and I'm yeah. thinking. And I was really angry one game, and I walked over to the when they came into the dugout because I was going to give him a little grief about his pitching because he's a very good pitcher. Yeah. And I was going to say, what the hell's wrong with you, Willie? And I just about yeah. started to, and the kid turned around and looked at me. I said. 
Never mind. <laughs> I do entire... You could have gotten in a big row yeah, with the right. parents. Yeah. With Never mind. Never mind. I do entire... doing you're great. Lucky, you're lucky the kid's name wasn't Willie yeah. when you yeah. said, what the hell's wrong with you, but Willie? It's so funny to watch the parents now that are super into it. You oh, know, yeah. like, you know, after every pitch, and I'm yeah. like, just chill. The kid's already right. filled with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Just relax, everybody. Did I tell you, Jim's, <laughs> I told you last week, Jim telling stories about... Uh, Your Jim. By Jim telling stories about his Babe Ruth coach, Jack Andrews, the legendary Jack Andrews, who was had this Norwegian accent. And, and he would uh, tell the boys when they messed up. Sure. Uh, we were at a game one day when uh, Carl Peterson and I were together having a couple of cocktails watching a game, you know. And the ball went through the second baseman's legs and Jack hooked them. You know, boom, <laughs> you're yeah, done. Come on in, you're done. But Jim was telling me, Jim was slower than hell. And Jim thinks he got the steal sign, right? So he takes off. <laughs> He's out by 10 feet. And unfortunately for him, he got in a ride with Jack to the game oh, that day because no, no. both Ooh. of his parents were working. And he was saying, Jack says, Rusey? Sometimes you the hero, and some days you the goat, and today you the goat. <laughs> you can't say Thanks, that coach. today. No, you can't no, say you that have to be today. very careful. No, but the yeah. kids are very sensitive. These go to the bank. Let's do it. Go to the bank. Let's do it. Go to the bank. Monday night sports talk. Monday night sports Podcast talk. edition. Protest okay. yep. in protest of the Twins getting shut out twice in two days by Detroit. There will be no Ricey and Reavers baseball podcast this <laughs> okay. week. All we're right. not gonna. We're not gonna no. put up with this. You know this. what? You've we, got nothing to say. We have higher standards. We stinks. <laughs> we stinks. That's it. That's the podcast. Goodbye. This is Ricey for the Canopy Group. As you set out to explore Minnesota this summer, think about this. There are 234 cities in Minnesota with populations over 2,500. The Canopy Group has clients in all but seven of those. Why is this fact important? Because the Canopy Group's experience in all of these Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 15 insurance companies for a reason— to match your specific situation, including zip code, with the best insurance company for you. This is done every year because your situation may change. It is also true that the insurance company's appetites might change as well. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group clients the peace of mind knowing the Canopy Group is working for them. Please visit thecanopygroup.com. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And as you've been hearing over the course of the last couple of months, Josh asks you one simple question, and that's always, do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, well, they don't. They absolutely have no idea. Josh has also seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. 
Trust is often overused and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation. And you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. EcoFun has e-bikes in stock. And why is that important? Because every other bike retailer is out of stock and will not be getting new e-bikes until December or January. You can't even get one for Christmas from them. The weather is warming up, so if you are in the market for an e-bike scooter or ATV, go to EcoFun right now. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Talk with Tim Bloom. The owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, Tim and his family will help you select the e-bike that is right for you, and they will deliver it to your front door in the metro area. Right now, EcoFun has Bentelli e-bikes and Yamaha motor assist bikes in stock. EcoFun also carries the full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a wide variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com and tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Racy sent you. Apollo Heating and Air. If you need to replace, Apollo is the place. Schedule your appointment with Apollo today, and you can have a new air conditioner for as low as 45 bucks a month. Think you need a new home comfort system? No problem. You can have one from Apollo for as low as 84 bucks a month. Let the professionals at Apollo keep your home cool and comfortable all season long. Visit callapollo.com to schedule your appointment today. Call 